Welcome to Bollywood is for Lovers. I'm Aaron Fraser. And I'm Matt Bose. This episode, we welcome Danica Blanc of Edmonton's Best Comics Store, Variant Edition, and Devin Bruce of the infrequently produced Scotch and Comics podcast to discuss two films about international dance competitions. First up, Shah Rukh Khan puts together a dance troupe to break into an elaborate safe and steal a collection of precious diamonds in Farrah Khan's 2014 hit, Happy New Year. Then Varun Dewan and Shraddha Kapoor recruit Prabhu Deva to help restore the reputation of their hip-hop troupe in Remo D'Souza's ABCD2 from 2015. Welcome back, lovers. We are excited to have some guests here in uh, our studio. It's actually just our dining room, um, but it's, it's, the, it's the Bollywood is for Lovers studio. The stately Bollywood is for Lovers studio established 2015. I think we sit here to record podcasts, like here at our kitchen table, more than we do to eat. Because we're usually watching movies. Yes. And so we eat a lot of meals in bowls because <laughs> uh, we have many three-hour movies to get through. Uh, welcome back, Devin. Thank who you. Is a friend of the show and been on before. And Danica, welcome for uh, the first time. We are so excited to have both of you. Um, as our listeners are already familiar with Devin from our episode on Vishal Bardwa's uh, Shakespeare adaptations. Um, if you don't know who Devin is, go listen to that uh, excellent episode, which, Devin, no one complained to us about the length of that episode. People actually <laughs> like the long ones. Excellent. Well, then, <laughs> guess what, folks? Um, <laughs> Strapping. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't even know if we will have a ton to talk about these movies, but I will make us do it. <laughs> I will make us talk a real long time. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Danica, not only are you the co-owner of Variant Edition, but you also podcast yourself. So why don't you tell us about uh, Variant Edition, our favorite comic book store here in town. Um, and I, I would say like one of the best in, in North America. Wow. Um, well, I mean, thank you. Because of your commitment to a positive environment for mm-hmm. your customers and you're very community oriented. You guys think things um, so through a lot more than a lot of other retail places. Yeah. There's a there's a driving force behind the decisions I could see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. what would a customer expect when they come to Variant Edition? Oh, um, well, we, we do our best to make a welcoming and safe space for everybody. And, uh, yeah, yeah, Matt, you're right. We, we do focus on long-term thinking. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, there are a lot of ways to make easy money in the comic industry, and that's great for right now, but I also want to be around a mm-hmm. few years from now. And you're also the home of uh, the monthly podcasting meetups here in Edmonton mm-hmm. run by the wonderful Karen Unland. Yeah, you're kind of the, uh, the hub of the Edmonton podcasting community, I guess you'd say that, right? Well, thanks to Karen, definitely. Um, mm-hmm. I'm I'm honored to host her events. You know, I, I just say I'm the venue, um, and mm-hmm. she's been so great to us. Um, she says very nice things to all the podcasters there, and she does. She's um, very supportive. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you also do some podcasts yourself. Yes, um, we do have a store podcast that's currently on hiatus. Um, we are reformatting it uh, currently. I miss it. Yeah, I miss it too. It's uh, a lot. A lot has happened. A lot got in the way. Yeah. Mm. But um, we will be back at some point. I, I still can't say when. Okay. Um, but I I can Tuesday. They'll be back Tuesday. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> and that's that's called eggs and bacon. You heard, yes. you heard it here, folks. <laughs> Uh, it, it's kind of designed as Edmonton's morning show in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, with a geek focus. And Matt and I would. 
when it was still on and yes. when it returns, we listen to it in the morning when we're getting ready for oh, work. Oh, good, good. And then on my commute to work. It's very enjoyable. Yeah. Um, what we're going to do is uh, when we come back, it's going to be less about uh, timed topics. Mm. So it may not be weekly anymore, um, but it will be more about the comics industry as a whole. Mm-hmm. So if uh, if there's like a perceived say, negative issue that we should Mm -hmm. be talking about, uh, we'll be addressing that as well as what will be coming out and what has been coming out. (laughs) My my question is, will there still be weather and traffic reports? (laughs) Oh, that's up in the air. Oh, please. In the helicopter. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Um, Well, now that I have a boat towards it. Yes, please, 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 please. It's cold. It's still cold. Edmonton is so, so cold. <laughs> it's, um, it's unsurprisingly hard to think of new news and weather every single week. Uh, not true. all of us are as talented and brilliant as you. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm just going to let that lie for, for uh-huh. a minute. All right. <laughs> um, I also have another podcast that is uh, was started... Uh, way before the store even existed. Mm-hmm. Um, I do uh, Dr. Hooch with my husband, Brandon, and we basically uh, get drunk and we watch episodes of Dr. Who. Uh, sometimes, you know, when the season is on, we do that. And then other times we just pick random episodes. And that's been going for over 100 episodes now. <laughs> Congratulations. It's a big milestone. Thank you. I do believe that the couple who podcasts together stays together. Right? <laughs> right, Matt? Right? Yeah, we'll, we'll see, I suppose. Yeah. No. I was about to say, well, it works so far. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see you at 100 episodes. Yeah. Well, based on our output, that will take us a pretty long time. Yeah. Well, and that will have been like three, 300 movies. <laughs> will we be sick of Bollywood by then? Probably yeah. not. I doubt it. <laughs> no. There's yeah. so much to yeah. discuss. Uh, so, we've, so it might seem... Incongruous, uh, considering both of your backgrounds, uh, why we invited you on this show. But as we both know you personally, it's because we know that you two love to watch So You Think You Can Dance together. <laughs> yes. Um, and when we've had you guys over for hangouts and dinners and stuff sometimes, uh, I, I play a lot of K-pop and a lot of Bollywood and stuff because that's the kind of music I'm into. And you guys will hear a song and be like, oh my God, you have to see this dance <laughs> from So You Think You Can Dance. And so you guys are my like kind of... So you think you can dance experts. <laughs> yeah. I, I take I take only slight <laughs> objection to the term expert, I think, and I can't speak for Danica, but I would prefer enthusiasts. Enthusiasts, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, You're dance enthusiasts. It, it, it depends on your context and your audience because there are some... There are some environments where I would say, sure, I'm a film expert or I'm an expert on Bollywood, and there are other places where I certainly would see, say enthusiasts, depending on who else is in the room. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. you know, depending on the expertise level of everyone around. Yeah. When I'm around my former professors um, from university, I would not say I'm a film expert <laughs> because my expertise is clearly lower than theirs. Um, in some places. Yeah. In this, around you guys, I'm fine saying I'm a film expert. <laughs> Well, you're and just... you rightfully so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think in this context, among the four of us, own the word expert. Okay, mm-hmm. All right. we are dance professors. Yes, <laughs> uh, I, I, uh, I have my PhD that is uh, 
Philosophy of dance. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Dance commanders. Dance commanders. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> but you got a promotion. You enjoy watching people dance because who doesn't? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. What is it about? Um, is there anything about the reality show competition that appeals to you guys? And, uh, aside from just we like watching people dance, and this is really enthusiastic. Um. I, I, again, I feel like we have had this conversation before, uh, Danica and I. My perspective is I actually dislike the reality show aspect okay. of it. Mm-hmm. I thoroughly wish it was uh, half as long, like because they're uh, two-hour-long episodes. Wow. Um, yeah, they did not used to be, but then they no. realized they could make money, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. They, in fact, space. yeah. They used to be two episodes a week. There was a performance show, and then the very next day, after a day of voting, there would be like the Night, results. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then they turned it into one two-hour show, um, where results would happen from the previous week at the end. Um, so people would go in kind of knowing that maybe they might not be there at the end of the night, and then still have to do their dance numbers and stuff. Uh, um, that's awkward. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's. Kind of cruel in its own special yeah. way. Yeah. Hmm. And personally, I understand why it's put together as a reality show because reality shows and competition shows, uh, and I don't like to call it a reality show, it's a competition show, right? Yeah. Yeah. And um, I'll, I'll get, I'll touch on that point in a minute. Oh, for sure. Um, but I, I don't like the competition. I would rather see 20 or 10 very good young dancers dancing a lot. Seems like a variety show then. Yeah. Which is dancing. Yeah. An hour-long dance show, because that's really, we talk through most of the video packages. I don't care to watch the auditions. I, I, like, anything that isn't the dance itself, I don't really pay a lot of attention to. They don't cut promos, do they? They do cut promos. They, well, not like... Like you know, you're going down, <laughs> Undertaker. Like nothing like that. That'd be kind of cool if, like, just hyping up, like, I'm going to play a six times yeah. during this sequence. Okay, oh, no. there is something that's gone over my head. It's it's a wrestling term. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't. Plie is a wrestling term. <laughs> yeah. So when but you this, bend yeah. someone over your knee. <laughs> <laughs> um, this thing is a wrestling thing. That's when you say, "Yeah, I'm going to get you." Yeah, uh, and, okay. and we're all yeah, holding no, mics in front of ourselves. Of <laughs> okay. Yeah, we're miming fake microphones. <laughs> I know, like, like wrestling is very popular among like a lot of cinephiles and like mm-hmm. geek, and in geek culture. But I, I literally yeah. know that. Like, okay, so there's no wrestling. No, there is no hype, wrestling hype man aspects. There's actually, weirdly on the whole, it, they actually um, that while there is a competition, the group is still displayed as friends. Hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Um, if if I if I may interject, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what I like about it is, although it is a quote reality show, and there is a competition, you know there is you know in the end there's a realization that someone will go home. Um, you support each other, even mm-hmm. when you get down to the top four. There's mm-hmm. no backbiting, you know, and and if there is, they they don't show it. Um, the dancers are very uh, very close, you know. Mm-hmm. You spend however many weeks with this group of 20 people, which turns into 10 people, which turns into four, and it you get really close. Mm-hmm. That seems odd for a reality show, because most yeah. of the drama is then backstage and that's know, actually in the chef I, house or whatever, right? Yeah, that's yeah. why I, I like hmm. it, because mm-hmm. it, it doesn't have this made-up drama from nowhere. Right. I mean... Well, where does I'm, the drama come from, then? Like, 
it's it's the dancing yes. and honestly mm-hmm. a lot of people get injured yeah uh-huh. and that in itself yeah. is terrifying because you fall once and mm-hmm. then oh you're out the next week and you have this poor dancer sitting in the audience all night and of course like an, an all-star which is a person from a form the former years comes back has to replace them so like that mm-hmm. in itself because they're automatically in the bottom three and so if they get injured mm-hmm. yeah oh, wow. yeah there is a sense of but they don't deserve to be there. Yeah. And, you know, you get really wrapped up in that. Yeah. Hmm. And and I think some of the drama, they, they do try and create little stories yeah. um, in the week. Like, they give you a video package yeah. of the choreographer and the dancers talking about yeah. how they are learning it. And, you know, there's the, back, the backstage stuff. I'm not always super interested in that. Um, and they do... It's very interesting when they try and hint at like romances, even though I'm pretty sure that in the contract they're not allowed to have romances, <laughs> they do like try and be like, well, so who do you think is cute? And I'm like, so okay, like whatever. Kayfabe romance, a little kind of yeah, yeah. Another, another wrestling term, term. Oh, okay. um, kayfabe. Uh, oh. Yeah, and there and there's not in smile. <laughs> yeah, we'll put explanations in the show notes yeah. if I can find links <laughs> to these terms. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure it's been mentioned somewhere. <laughs> yeah. But one of the things that I think is really interesting is that they do craft. They do craft the show, and I know eventually we will get to the other part of what we're going to be talking about, mm-hmm. is the Bollywood aspect of the show. Mm-hmm. But they do craft the show, and they do really want to make that kind of an image. Um, it, any kind of same-sex talk is verboten. Like, mm-hmm. well, what channel is it on? It's on Fox? Fox. Yeah. Mm, that sounds, yeah. But even, and I would say... It's a conservative any channel, more. News channel, but not yeah. Fox as a TV, like, not mm-hmm. as a... Fox TV show, Fox uh, Fox TV network. Yeah, I mean Simpsons and yeah. all those things were always rebelling against the idea yeah. of Fox. There is there is one, and I can't remember who it was, but I'm sure when I start talking about it, Danica will know. There was one uh, male contestant who was very clearly gay, mm-hmm. and um, it uh, it it was. They were kind of hinting that, oh, well, who do you have a crush on? And he couldn't ever really say it. Um, It wasn't until last year that Travis Wall, who was a contestant in the second season, and now it was the 12th or 13th season? No, I think we're only on 11. Do they have one a year? Yeah, I think we're at 13, I think. Is it one a year? One a year. Survivor does one a year. Yeah, it's one a year. Um, And he's been a choreographer. Like, he's part of the show, effectively. He's Mm -hmm. been part of that show forever. The first time he said his, the name of his boyfriend on stage was 10 years oh, into wow. yeah. the show. Hmm. So they do craft it. So it is it. similar to Bollywood. Is it yeah. because it's basic cable? Because something like uh, America's Next Top Model, that's not a problem. Yeah. And that's, and that's on mm-hmm. Bravo, right? Something yeah. Like that? No, yeah. like CW. Yeah, and I don't know. I don't know why that okay. is. It's a younger channel. It's yeah. definitely more accepting of everybody. Hmm. Yeah. So, I, no, it's okay. I don't know why it is. I have feelings. Like I, I could probably think they want to not alienate mm-hmm. the voting because they're reliant right. on votes for the most part. The first half of the season, the judges say who goes away, mm-hmm. but then later on, they vote. They're the people who leave are the person who gets the least votes. Period. Is it That's an audience it. thing? Like, is the audience for the show younger women? Who could potentially like you know how in boy bands they always said you know they're all single mm-hmm. they could be your boyfriend etc. Is it yeah. that kind of thing? I feel like there have been some very cute boys 
who have made it much further than they should have <laughs> based on, I think, that kind of voting block. Because that was always the American oh, Idol yeah. thing. Like, if you were really hot, like, you could potentially go farther than someone I, who I, had the chops. I wouldn't put it past uh, their demographic to mm-hmm. be a lot of younger women. Yeah. Um, and they definitely feed into that. There's a lot of, um, actually, a lot like Bollywood, a lot of open shirts, mm-hmm. a lot of no mm-hmm. shirts, you know, like, just basically showing off the chest, but nothing mm-hmm. else, mm-hmm. because, you know, that would be, yeah. that would be bad. <laughs> in, in the contemporary numbers, the ladies are often dancing in lingerie. Yeah. Okay. Mm, okay. It, it's interesting to me how having an audience voting aspect to the show changes it in a way, just based on what you guys are saying, just because the quote-unquote reality competition shows that I'm most familiar with are... America's Next Top Model, Project Runway, and Top Chef. And all of those, the judging is done by the judges on the show. So there's no audience kind of Mm. influence. And they're always like filmed um, before they hit air. Um, So the audience can't really have an impact Mm -hmm. on who stays and who goes. Yeah. So that's really interesting. What kinds of dance styles... So obviously one of the reasons that we're talking about this is because... Uh, so You Think You Can Dance does feature Bollywood since season four. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are also other kinds of dance styles. Any ones that you guys uh, are particularly fond of? Do you guys enjoy it? Well, sorry, we'll get there. Oh, um, they've actually uh, been really good about adding dance styles mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. discovering new to them. I'm not going to say new because obviously they've been around. Um, you know, they, they've got the basics. They've got contemporary. They've got hip hop. Um, they've done Broadway. Um, but, uh, uh, let's see, probably, did they add African before or after Bollywood? Hmm. After. Af- after. Uh, at, do you mean African or Afro-Jazz or both? Well, the, yeah, they call it, they call it yeah. Afro-Jazz, but yeah, it has an African influence. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. um, so they, they definitely started pulling from other cultures, which mm-hmm. I found fascinating because it was very much a white show, mm-hmm. um, to, to put it bluntly, you know, like a lot of contemporary, a lot of jazz, a lot of mm-hmm. classic American. A lot of, lot of blonde ladies. A lot of, a lot of blonde yeah. ladies. It's a, real, it's, it's a real La La yeah. Land is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. yeah, actually, yeah, I have no defense for that. No comment. <laughs> um, but now it's more diverse. It is, and it's it's gotten a lot better. Um, and I mean, even the contestants, the you know, I again, this is not like something I've even looked up, but they definitely have more and more people of color. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and tap. Right. Sorry. They do tap too. Sorry. I always forget about it, even though they've had some amazing tap dancers. Yeah. And they get dancers who are like proficient in one style to do other styles. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. the challenge. It's like, uh, can you, you know, you're a hip hop dancer, but can you do contemporary or mm-hmm. can you do, um, they generally don't ask people to do tap because that's, that's a big ask. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of, they'd like, all be Rory Gilmore <laughs> up there. <laughs> um, there's I a don't lot understand of, that reference. Um, Gilmore girls. Gotcha. She tap oh. dances in a way that is not good. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just, I needed, I needed to like, oh, that's one I don't get. Yeah. Sorry. Fair. Yeah. No, it's okay. Reference counter. Ding. Ding. <laughs> um, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I don't even remember where I was going with that. So. Um, sorry. Uh, yeah, the, the, there are certainly like, there are people who will, they'll say, oh yeah, they're a, they're a hip hop dancer. And then you see them do something outside that. I'm like, oh, you also have training in right. other styles. And I think that's part of like yeah. people are 
people are kind of training for the show. Like, the show's been on for over 10 years. Mm-hmm. So, kids who were watching right. when they were 12 yeah. are competing. And so, they're like, oh, well, if I'm going to compete on this show, I need to be able to do a little bit of this and to be able to do a little bit of that. Yeah. So, they are kind of making their own participants in a way. Mm-hmm. But I think part of part of the, it is to see, you know, can you do... Are you a good all-round dancer or are you kind of stuck in your... Uh, mm-hmm. In your genre, and I think that's why the Bollywood aspect of it is so interesting because I would doubt that any of the participants, um, up until probably the last couple of seasons, would ever have thought that is something that they would do. Has there mm-hmm. been a Hindi contestant? I don't believe so. I can't recall. Um, there, no, I don't believe there has been. We um, found a kind of weird knockoff show called Bollywood Star. Which was trying oh, to teach that's the... that's a Canadian show. Yeah, it, it was a Canadian show, and oh. it was people from, like, Brampton. <laughs> yeah. All competing to have a walk-on role in some movie, but it was, like, the dancing, the acting. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, okay. so that was that was interesting, and I would watch more of that, but... That was more America's Next Top Model. Yeah, it was much mm. more than that. Way thing. more. Yeah. There is uh, So You Think You Can Dance India. Hmm. Um, they've only put out one season. Um, if we had been uh, comprehensive, we would have watched an episode, but... Maybe for another time. It's probably on Hopstar, right? Uh, yeah, we, we can probably find it. Yeah. Um, and Maddie Radikshit is uh, one of the judges. Oh, cool. Um, so I'd, I'd be interested to to see how it compares to mm-hmm. the American original show. Um, yeah. But obviously, we haven't watched it. I would, li- I would like to see how they costume and choreograph American songs mm-hmm. on that show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, actually, you get to see small clips, usually in the finale of the mm. American show, from other cities. Oh, cool. Oh, cool. Like, there's one in Australia. Hmm. Um, so so that you was... think you can dance. Exactly. And, of course, we had one in Canada, and it was canceled, so mm. I, I, I do yeah. miss that. I liked it. It was, it was, I liked it a lot, too. It was a lot sexier than the American show. Yes, it was. A lot sexier. So much farther, because, like, huh. in the American show... It's like, oh, they kissed at the end. You know, it's very chaste. You know, okay. it's just a peck, and but it's all sexy. Even like though they're Canada, dancing in lingerie, exactly. right? Huh. It's so weird. They're half naked already, and then one kiss, and everyone's like, wow, that was very hot. That so it's almost hot. to a Bollywood standard of morality on kind the of, American. Yeah. I, I would almost suspect that if you put it on a continuum, and again, we haven't seen it, that like the Indian one would be even more chaste. Yeah. Just because, mm-hmm. oh, it was so funny. So there's this, um, this is a bit of a tangent, but there's this uh, Bollywood talk show. No. Oh, no. Yeah, go. <laughs> Let me explain how So You Think You Can Dance is similar to Cleo de Saint Cassette. No. Okay. Oh, man. Uh, we're going to hit pause while she does that. <laughs> that no, was no. a joke. No. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. You're not we, gonna we have gone, yes, and. Yes, and. We have gone into French New Wave a couple of times. <laughs> know, so. No, no, no. Yeah. Um, there's a Bollywood talk show uh, that I love uh, called Coffee with Quran. Um, also, congratulations, Karen Johar, for recently having twins via surrogacy. Uh, that just came out this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, hosted by Karen Johar, the popular Bollywood uh, director and producer, where he has uh, Bollywood stars on and then like asks them personal questions. Sexy questions. Sexy questions. And he has a game. Um, it's essentially like Never Have I Ever game, um, where if you have done it, you take a shot, but it's a shot of coffee, of coffee. Yeah. <laughs> because this coffee is Indian TV. Yeah. <laughs> coffee with a K too. Coffee. Yeah, yeah, um, and I mean it, it. It it pushes boundaries, but uh, there was recently uh, an article floating around, floating around online of um, 
of um, non-Indian people watching it, and they were just like, "This is the tamest thing I've ever yeah. seen." But it's very you ever scandalous. Kissed a boy. <laughs> yeah. So um, I would suspect that uh, in the the sexy meter, you know, Canada more liberal than the U.S. than mm-hmm. than India. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, something something for us to consider another time. Uh, because guys, these movies are long, and uh, and uh, we only had time to watch two movies. Mm-hmm. Okay, moving on. Um, the choreographer for "So You Think You Can Dance" um, in America is Nakul Dev Mahajan, um, and he's, from what I understand, choreographed all the Bollywood dance numbers since season four. He also so there's a different choreographer for different styles. Is yes. that how it works? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And sorry, and most styles have more than one choreographer. Yeah. There's more than one hip hop choreographer. Mm-hmm. There's more than one um, mm, contemporary, uh, contemporary mm-hmm. choreographer. There are a bunch of different uh, ballroom choreographers, some of which specialize in a style of waltz or tango oh, okay. or something. But that's kind of confusing for the dancers if you have a different person in charge every day. No, no, no. It's, huh. that's part of the challenge is that you yeah. have to work with their style. And yeah. Their okay. Moves. And you and you have a different you have a different number every week, and so a different choreographer for coming in and giving you a different number yeah. is reasonable. Yeah. Aaron seen me dance one time and this is like, a, you know, <laughs> basically the blind guy is touching the elephant parable. Right. Yeah. Um, so Mahajan has also um, put together a Bollywood dance workshop at the White House with Barack Obama because uh, they have an annual Diwali celebration. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And some of the songs that he's choreographed for the show include Doom Tana, from Om Shanti Om, Desi Girl from Dostana, Ulala from The Dirty Picture, Rada from Student of the Year, and Dilly Wally Girlfriend from Yajwani Hai Dewani. But I wanted to talk about uh, the recent kind of all-stars performance he put together for Let's Nacho because, and this is kind of where this episode, um, the idea for this episode came from. This seems to be where a lot of... Uh people in India were aware of the American version of the show because of this uh, dance scene, right? No, I'm sure they were already aware of the American version before But it, it, it caused a little bit of uh, controversy. Yes. So there was a strong reaction to the recent performance of Let's Nacho, the song from Kapoor and Sun since 1921, that doesn't actually yeah. feature ever in the movie, nor to be does fair, the it's, video it's some, for it, it ever It's somewhat incongruous for the film itself. Yeah. So... so from BuzzFeed India, um, they say that the video of this performance has been uh, shared over 5,400 times um, in under 12 hours, and a lot of people love it. However, the reaction um, from some Indian people and lovers of Bollywood was that it wasn't an accurate, an accurate representation of what Bollywood looks like. Um, some people commenting the choreographer used for Indian slash Bollywood dance are not at par with other dance form choreographers on the show. Um, people said they have Bollywood totally wrong, um, that no one dances like this. Um, and so I don't... Don't want to put you guys on the spot. Yeah, I don't want to put you guys on the spot, but I guess having seen some Bollywood films um, and also being fans of So You Think You Could Dance, what is your overall impression of Bollywood on So You Think You Can Dance and how they use Bollywood. Do you enjoy the numbers? Do you think they're potentially exoticizing? Okay. Uh, it's a charged question. It's, I it's, uh, according to BuzzFeed India, I have an unpopular opinion. Okay. So I I understand what they're saying. Um, I disagree, mm-hmm. but not specifically because the Bollywood uh, dance style. They do this, uh, they do very stylized dance styles 
for all of them. Mm -hmm. So, uh, like you mentioned, Fosse before, they've done Fosse numbers. Mm -hmm. That's decades old. Oh, yeah. But... But timeless. People, exactly. Which mm -hmm. I feel is the same about classic Bollywood. Now, I understand why um, people in 2017 probably think, okay, that's not what we do. And, and yes, I wish they would add current Bollywood styles as well. I, I mm -hmm. get it. Um, but it's very stylized. Like, they have, uh, when they do Broadway, they don't do new Broadway. It is, it is like... Like Guys and Dolls or something? Mm -hmm. It is always that, yeah. that mm -hmm. kind of style. Yeah. So that's, that's my defense of it, is that they pick, they kind of um, tunnel vision into a specific dance style with specific kind of costumes. And it's more of a, can you, um, can you show me what this moment looks like. Mm -hmm. And yes, unfortunately, uh, we don't see uh, this massive art style, mm -hmm. which of course millions and billions of people watch and enjoy. Um, so it's unfortunate. Yes, you do get, you do get pigeonholed because there's like 17 versions of a contemporary you're going to see, and that's fine. Um, so I hope that one day they do try a different kind of Bollywood, mm -hmm. but in that, in their defense, they're doing that to every style. Yeah. So it's pitched at Middle America, who yeah. may not know Broadway, much less exactly. something from another country. Well, this is what I was thinking, is that um, a, a reality dance competition show on a major uh, television network has to be pretty broad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, things are going to re be reduced to, I hate to say stereotypes, but that's probably the best term to use here. <laughs> and I think of the average North American... Um, the average non-Indian North American is not going to be familiar with Bollywood. They, they might have may, seen Slumdog Millionaire. They That's might have seen I, Slumdog yeah. Millionaire. Yeah. They might have seen some Bollywood dance numbers like playing on a TV in an Indian restaurant. They may, may have seen a Bollywood movie from start to finish. Um, but for the most part, people aren't going to be familiar with Bollywood. And so from my perspective, uh, this is actually doing a little bit of what our show is trying to do, which is exposing... Mm -hmm. more people to Bollywood and raising its familiarity and harping on it as not being quote unquote true to the form I think is kind of beside the point and having watched a lot of the Bollywood dance numbers on the show in preparation for this and having I'm currently in Bollywood dance classes the choreography is good and the choreography is pretty um, from my perspective on par and accurate with classical slash contemporary Bollywood because yeah. Bollywood is obviously like a large fusion so you have Bollywood hip hop and you have Bhangra and all that other stuff but as far as like kind of straight up Bollywood I think it's pretty on par it and seems weird that a star hasn't gone on it to promote a movie yet yeah like that that seems like good uh, marketing well they would on the Indian show well um, they could go on the American show though Devin, what were you saying? <laughs> First of all, they would not go on the American show because, and and I, and I, the part of the reason that they wouldn't is because, um, as as much as I might disagree with the the Middle America comment of, well, they might not even know what what Broadway is. It is not like Bollywood is not pitched to Middle America or America, America really, neither, white America. Neither is Broadway though. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, no Broadway person is also going on going, hey, come and see this show that I'm doing in this one city, come see it. They're not doing that. They do have pop stars yeah. come on and perform because they are 
international pop stars or their, you know, mm-hmm. Lady Gaga's first television appearance was on um, uh, mm-hmm. So You Think You Can Dance. Mm-hmm. Um, so they will have those people come on. Um, so uh, they would want a big star and uh, as big a star as uh, Shah Rukh Khan or uh, Ali Abad or any of those are, they're not big in America, so yeah. they wouldn't come sure. on to, to, to promote their show there. They would probably on So You Think You Can Dance India because those are the kinds of people who yeah. would who would be advertising their product, whether it's a film or music or whatever. If there's a, if there's a film version of a Broadway play, would they come on? Probably like so nine wanna, or something. Yeah, like they've had guest judges. Yeah, um, they've had guests. which are usually um, have been actors, mostly dancers. Uh, they mm-hmm. have Misty Copeland on. And mm-hmm. she's Love huge. Misty Copeland. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and people know her name. She's a recognized name now. Adam Shankman, who directed a lot of the uh, Step Up movies, he is often mm-hmm. a guest judge to promote a Step Up movie, which yeah. also also often has. People from So You Think You Can Dance in it. <laughs> An mm-hmm. excellent film franchise. I agree. I agree. The uh, best that they could probably hope for, Matt, is Priyanka Chopra. And she's kind of downplayed the dancing stuff. In yeah. her well, she's on another her. network, too. That might be the other issue. Yeah. Mm. But uh, to, to speak, to go back to the uh, the BuzzFeed article, right. just for yes. a second. Um, there's a lot going on in, in, the, in the show itself. Uh, yes, it is exoticized. It absolutely is. Yeah. Uh, because it needs to stand out. Mm-hmm. It needs to look different. So they're going to make uh, some interesting costume choices. Some of them are extremely exoticized, and some of them are more contemporary. I can't remember the name of the song, but the one that uh, the one that Ricky was doing, when it was like, mm-hmm. oh, that costume is pretty much the exact same costume from Dilly Wally, the film. Dilly Wally Girlfriend. Yeah. 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 Um, some of the other ones, uh, I think in uh, either that BuzzFeed article or another BuzzFeed article that I was reading earlier, they were saying, why are the dudes always dressed up like Aladdin, and why are the ladies always dressed up like palace princesses or whatever, partly because they need to stand out. They mm-hmm. need to look different. Um, but first of all, most of the dudes who are dressed up like Aladdin are there to show off their hot abs and hot pecs and hot everything else. Yep. Um, the ones that aren't are more traditionally garbed. And the hip hop numbers have like rag dolls and robots and aliens and a samurai. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. They're crazy costumes to stand out. There's a reason for it. Mm-hmm. Um, Are they, they costumed by the the show? show. Yeah, it's they, not like because I, I remember watching um, America's Got Talent, where mm. if you were that one group with everyone wearing masks, mm. um, I forget the name of it, but you would pick your own look mm-hmm. to stand out against the other people. But if you're being costumed by the show. There's like a top-down look at. Okay, we're doing a Bollywood episode today. Is it an episode? Like, like. No, it'll just be one pair doing one for one type of style. Okay. Yeah. 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 So throughout an entire episode, you'll see everything from Bollywood, hip hop, contemporary, okay. uh, ballroom, Broadway, like everything. Yeah. Hmm. Plus everybody's solos, which is their own mm-hmm. their own style. Okay. So because yeah. we're only seeing these clips, and we don't actually know what the show's like. Well, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Is yeah. I think it's easy to look at some of these videos out of context mm-hmm. and say, "Well, this is because." And I, I do think the "Let's Not Show" number is one of the weaker ones that we watch. Yeah. I think it's easy to look at it out of context and go, "Wow, this is really like exoticizing and somewhat objectifying, or whatever." Um, but within context, and when you think about the audience, mm-hmm. um, to me, there, there, there's a lot of there's a lot to gain. Yeah, and and the other two little points that I have that I think give more context to the BuzzFeed video is 
like Danica was saying, there are multiple choreographers for multiple styles, mm -hmm. except for a couple, and one of those is Bollywood. There's only one person doing choreography for Bollywood. Hmm. So um, if people don't like his style, and his style is very athletic and mm -hmm. hard-hitting, and it's not... I mean, there's grace in it, but it's not super graceful. It's high energy. It's high, high energy. Um, uh, something like Pinga from... Um, Bajra Mastani, which is the closest, I think, to a contemporary number that is similar, that I've seen, that mm -hmm. is similar to the kinds of things that they do on So You Think You Can Dance. That would not work on the stage because there's not enough levels. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, it is very graceful, and I think that that is something that maybe he lacks. And if you had a different choreographer, they might bring a different flavor. He is the only flavor. You also have people who don't know how to do the moves, so it's not going to look as good. If you have really, really good dancers, they'll be able to handle mm -hmm. that style. But if you have people who are struggling, and oftentimes the Bollywood numbers are given to people who cannot handle them, mm -hmm. it's not going to be very impressive. Mm -hmm. Wait, how do the numbers get handed out then? Randomly. Total random. Really? Yeah. Huh. That's okay. why it's a challenge. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. That's why it's part so of you the think you can do this specific number today? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why you'll see, unfortunately, a lot of bad, like not just Bollywood, just a lot of bad dancing. Exactly. There's been, there's been, um, you know, like some of uh, the tappers in the past, they've had to do contemporary, and your bodies just don't move that way. Yeah. And it's, it's okay. I mean, obviously, you know, it sucks for them, but it's, you see how it didn't translate or, you know, if you had to do Broadway, but you weren't used to being that big, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and like, that's the thing I have to keep stating that it's not just that it's Bollywood that's yeah. being mm -hmm. harmed. It's, it's, I shouldn't say harmed. <laughs> they're very good dancers, but they're everybody there's something they're not good at, which yeah. is why they're 20, and then they're one. They're so it's like fusion cuisine. And, and yeah. exactly. And that's <laughs> the other thing. The reason that I think the Bollywood numbers are traditional old school Bollywood numbers right. is because they need to see, can you do this style? Yes. If you did a more... Because traditional... Um, New Bollywood numbers have a lot more American-inspired uh, dance styles in them. They have more hip-hop. They have a little bit more contemporary style in yeah. them. I think in large part to do with uh, the introduction of MTV and music videos and being able mm -hmm. to distribute that. If you did a more traditional, uh, more, um, not traditional, why do I keep saying Current? it? Contemporary. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you did a more contemporary Bollywood number... You could hide your lack of technique if you were a contemporary dancer or if you were a hip-hop dancer. You could hide it in that. It yeah. might be more representative of what is being seen on film now, yeah. but it wouldn't work for what the show wants it to do. Exactly, ones, and it's yeah. not... It's not the purpose of the show or the goal of the show to accurately represent mm -hmm. contemporary Bollywood cinema. And asking it to do that is asking it to be something it isn't. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and... You know, as I've mentioned, you know, taking Bollywood classes, I am well aware of how different it is to choreograph uh, something to be done live on a stage uh, versus something that's going to be edited and put in a film. Mm -hmm. And I, watching some of these numbers, especially the really good ones, mm -hmm. um, I my, my jaw was kind of on the floor, partly because. I was putting myself in the situation. I was like, that's exhausting. Mm -hmm. That is so exhausting. There are not a lot of breaks here. Um, and that's something that I, I realized because of my experience um, trying to be a dancer. Mm. Um, but it's, it's very different than, than what I see in the movies. And there was a lot more in this um, of stuff that I kind of 
recognize personally versus when I see it in a film and not because I don't recognize dance moves that I have also been taught in the movies, but because of the way it's edited in here, it is just the performance and uh, choreographing for a live performance, which is what you see on So You Think It Dance, mm-hmm. versus choreographing like dance on film, very different. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's a pretty good uh, time to cut it off mm-hmm. here. So we have a song for Interval from yes. one of our two films, Happy New Year, and uh, we're going with Lovely, right? Yes, Devin. Why are we... Would you like to explain Lovely? Uh, it's it's Bollywood Shakira. It's, <laughs> it, it's Deepika Patakone being... Uh, being uh, Shakira, and I was like, when I was watching it, I actually had to turn to Danica and Aaron. I'm like, is this Beyonce? Like, because I don't, I'm not familiar enough with Beyonce or or like contemporary, like international global superstars. I'm like, it's not Lady Gaga. Like, who is she? Who is she being? And then in the background, it's like, oh no, there are posters of Shakira all over her dressing room. She's very Shakira. Yeah, yeah. And also a great dancer and beautiful and yeah. So yeah. this is uh, lovely from a Happy New Year. from Happy New Year. Uh, Welcome back, lovers. Uh, We finished our, I think, very interesting conversation of So You Think You Can Dance, and I think we've only really tipped the icebergs of all... Reached the tip of the icebergs? Yeah, Yeah. thank you, Matt. Of uh, all the things that you can say about So You Think You Can Dance, and we didn't even get into the, uh, the Indian edition, which I would be fascinated to see well when they come on next episode we'll we'll watch that yeah. show yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so for <laughs> films to uh to pair with this uh I, we chose two movies about international dance competitions because again we wanted to talk about dance competitions and our first film is a happy new year from the wonderful Farrakhan. I think we're going to catch some flack for this one. <laughs> Came out in 2014. Stars Shah Rukh Khan, Topeka Padukone, Abhishek Bakchan, Sonu Sood, Boman Arani, your friend. My buddy, yeah. Uh, Vivian Shah and Jackie Shroff. It was, to this date, the widest release of a Bollywood film ever. Mm-hmm. It was on more screens hmm. than any other Bollywood movie. Wow. Um, and it's currently the 14th highest grossing Indian film ever, uh, after Kick, but above Bang Bang. Um, and the 10th highest grossing in the overseas market, which is not surprising because Shah Rukh Khan films do, um, a lot of money globally, but seem to be a bit in decline in India. They get a wider release and sometimes even reviews outside of India. Yeah. Um, and it ha- this film had a lot of negative reviews, um, but nevertheless, as, as we said, was a huge commercial success. Devin. Tell us what this movie's about. You're up. Don't screw up now. Okay, I can do it. Um, So, Happy New Year uh, uh, is the story of uh, Charlie, uh, played by Shah Rukh Khan, who is a handsome and bearded street fighter uh, who needs (laughs) to... The beard's very important. It's... That was my in. Yeah. (laughs) Um, A handsome and bearded street fighter who needs to get revenge on... um, 
hotelier, I think he I think he runs hotels or, or something. Yeah. He owns and he's the, a security he, he system. He owns the Atlantis yeah. Hotel. Uh, uh, hotel owner uh, Sharon Grover, who uh, ruined his father's life and uh, ruined uh, Charlie's life as well. So he decides he's going to plan a heist. He's going to break in to the uncrackable safe and steal nine diamonds from the Atlantis Hotel. Um, the safe Shalimar. Shalimar. Shalimar diamonds, that's right. Uh, so he gets together a crack team of people, um, <laughs> including a half-deaf demolitions expert, an overweight middle-aged ladies' man with epilepsy, mm-hmm. a loser teen computer hacker... Um, uh, a look-alike. Uh, a look-alike for Sharon Grover's uh, son. Who can barf on command. Who can barf on command. <laughs> yeah. um, and the five of them are going to break into the safe. The problem is they need to do it during a dance competition. So they He does are, not mention this either. No, they don't mention it until they're all together. Yeah. And then they need to... Then they're like, oh, don't worry. We're going to be... Uh, we're going to win the dance competition thanks to our computer hacker friend. But we also... None of us know how to dance. So we need to find someone who's going to teach us how to dance. And the person that he finds to teach them how to dance is... Deepika Patacone, yeah. um, who uh, loves dance and loves children and wants to, you know, she just wants to open up a dance studio to mm-hmm. teach children how to dance. Um, and so she thinks that they're all <laughs> legitimately winning these competitions yeah. when, in fact, they're hacking it. Um, also, at, uh, when they win the the title to be Team India and then they go to United Arab Emirates? Yes, they go to Dubai. Yeah, in Dubai. They go to Dubai for the finals. Over Christmas and New Year, um, Shah Rukh Khan shaves his beard, which is a travesty, <laughs> and everyone mourns. That's where his power lies. I know. <laughs> it made me very upset. Mm-hmm. Um, and then hijinks ensue. Yeah. Yes, that is my favorite um, way to finish off a description of any Bollywood movie. Is hijinks ensue. <laughs> I mean, this has the best premise for a movie ever. Can we get that out of the way? Oh my yeah. God, it, yes. It's breaking into a safe. Also, you have to learn how to become a dance team and become the best in the entire world. The combination of heist, dance, comedy yeah. is golden. It's it's such a great idea, and it just barely misses the mark overall, I think, overall. You it take does. a half hour out of this movie, excellent film. I've long thought, and I'm, I'm generally not a fan of alternative cuts. Mm-hmm. Um, with the exception of, like, you know, the director's cut of Touch of Evil and Blade Runner. Mm. I'm generally not a fan, you know, of, you know, different cuts or let's suddenly make the movie in black and white. Like, I just, I'm not into that. But I do think that the Aaron E. Fraser cut of Happy New Year <laughs> would be superior yes. <laughs> to the film. Yeah. Um, because it has all of the elements it just kind of drags in places and misses the mark. Absolutely, broad comedy. Um, I have a I have a lot of thoughts about this movie, and I feel As you like should. I'm going to steamroll through the com- the conversation. So someone else talk, and I will I will I will interject, and then eventually dominate the conversation because I I really liked this movie. I just wanted it to be so much better. Yeah. Guys, Devin took notes. Something Matt and I never do. <laughs> I mean, it's one of those movies that is spiky and weird mm-hmm. and as such will always kind of exist as like, mm-hmm. this could be a perfect movie if only I could fix it. It's mm-hmm. like Dune or yeah. Jupiter Ascending. 
I love these movies, but I know that there's things wrong with them. Right. But that's also kind of part of why I like it, too. Mm. And meta, as all Farrakhan tends to be. Yes. Lots of in-jokes for other films and... Um, cameos. And Ray Cashup plays himself as a judge. Yeah. Um, and it gets a little homophobic, yeah. unfortunately. Yes, it does. Yeah, the homophobia is definitely something I would take a movie. Uh, Danica, what did you think? I thought it was great. Yeah? Uh, as soon as you told me the premise, I was like, well, I'm sold. Mm-hmm. Um, weirdly, I did not find it dragged, mm-hmm. but I think it's also because we were we were talking during yeah. it, and uh, there was absolutely a, a tipping point where I got way too involved <laughs> in what was going on in the yeah. movie. Yeah. I was mm-hmm. shouting at the screen as if I could have changed something, mm-hmm. but no, I, I couldn't. Um <laughs> I will say this time, um, the, I've seen this film three times, mm. and this time watching it with you guys was the most enjoyable. Um, which, I mean, is sometimes, like a lot of times, I think your perception of a film is based on context, you mm. know? Like sometimes yeah. when you have a really good time and you go friends, like Warcraft. Yeah. Um, objectively, Warcraft, not an amazing movie. But I watched it with a friend of mine who loves Warcraft and was so excited about this movie. And, like, every in-joke and everything, she just got so excited that, to this day, I think Warcraft is one of the most thrilling things you can go see at the cinema. When I know it's not, but I had (laughs) such a good time watching it with her. And your investment in this film, like, kind of made me go... Maybe this movie is better than I remember. And I had a really good time this time. Well, remember when... So get, yeah. get a good group of friends around to watch remember, this movie. Remember yeah. you watching Psycho in the basement of old arts building? Oh, yeah. Freaked out. And I did. I screamed. Objectively, like, it's not that scary of a movie, but if you're in the right environment, it totally works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Our living room, clearly the best environment. Well, we got the disco ball <laughs> and everything for the dance competition slash heist. Yeah. yeah. Um, Smoke machine. Yeah. Yeah. Sarah Khan is a, is a choreographer turned director. One of our favorite filmmakers, uh, I yeah. would say. Yeah. One of my favorite filmmakers working anywhere in the world, partly because she loves movies mm. and uh, she puts a lot of metatextual elements into her film that I really appreciate. There's kind just of like, like a, an Edgar Wright, actually. Yeah, there's yeah. a, yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's a celebration of cinema, but also how movies move people. Um, but her movies also have like exceptional dancing. And I think for a film with this plot, the dancing needs to be good. Mm-hmm. And I thought not only was the dancing good, I mean, Lovely, which there will be a link to, obviously, um, is fantastic and one of the best kind of uh, testaments to Deepika Padukone's attributes. Uh, awesome. But <laughs> I love the scenes where we're shown how the dancing they're doing is bad mm-hmm. because it takes a lot of skill, I think, to choreograph bad dancing <laughs> and still make it entertaining. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, I enjoyed a lot of the, the, those touches. Um, again, not everyone, I think even within mm-hmm. that group of six people, there are better dancers and worse dancers. Yes. Yeah. Bowman Arani, not known for his no. dancing skills. He invented a whole new dance move in the movie. I don't know what you're I'm talking having about. Epilepsy. Yeah. That was offensive. Yeah. yeah. There's. I was going to sugarcoat it, but then I decided not to. There's a bunch of offensive stuff in that movie, and that's. Yeah. And I mean, I get it. It's a different culture, and and it's mm-hmm. broad, and and there's a, there's certainly offensive stuff in other movies. You didn't like his lisp. No, the, well, the list was fine. Like, whatever. People have lists. It wasn't... They weren't making fun of... They weren't making fun of the list. They were making... I don't think they were. No one mocked him for having a lisp. 
Hmm. Nobody made a list back to him. That's the true. epilepsy, I think, does the kind epilepsy of get mocking. Yeah. Is mocking yes. the homophobia is mocking um, that when those things were happening, I went. I actually went and like mm-hmm. pulled myself physically back from the screen. Yeah. Um, and so that kind of stuff took me out of it. Um, I also felt that, and I think it was interesting because Eric, when we were talking about the movie while it was going on. Aaron was like, all right, this is the part of the movie that's going to start dragging. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no, it was dragging before. <laughs> like, I thought the first 45 to 50 minutes of that movie was, could have used a little bit of tightening. Yes, and those are the, the ones rest. you could take out. Yes. And then the rest was fine. And I think Aaron was like, and now towards the end of the movie, it's going to drag. And I'm like, no, like, this is a um, roller coaster ride to the finish for this part. Um, like, why did they? Why did they build a full-scale model of the place that they were going <laughs> to ha- break into when they didn't need to do it? They didn't even need to do it for storytelling purposes. Yeah. It was so weird. And that was somewhat my memory of the film. Where I remember being really invested in the early part and then kind of getting tired in the second part. And I, I will admit, this time around, it was flipped. Mm. Um, and I actually started to appreciate the emotional arc of the second half of the film more. Mm-hmm. And the kind of getting the group together um, kind of banter yeah. less. I, I think I agree now. Yeah. That part could be tightened up. But I think you need the emotional arc of the That's second totally half. That's totally what I thought the whole time. You could take out the first half yeah. hour of this movie. It would be fine. Because I think, like, you know, eventually, like, Mohini, uh, Deepika Padaskom's character um, does come to the realization that she's kind of being played and lied to. Mm-hmm. Um, and partly because she keeps walking in the room where Chara Khan says the worst things possible <laughs> about her. Um, and I think that vulnerability that starts coming out, like she's the character that really anchors the whole thing for me. And without her character, I don't think it would have the impact because she's the one that actually believes in dance and believes in art mm-hmm. and believes in teamwork. And she's the least caricature. She's yeah. the only character that isn't a caricature. Mm. Everyone else is a cartoon character. She is sexually attracted to people who could speak English. Yeah, but doesn't okay. really understand was, English herself. Yeah, that was that was weird. But I like, do love. Yeah, that's funny. I don't know. I, I like that. I do love how every time uh, her and Shah Khan have a bit of a frisson, things light on fire. fire. Yes, like an entire, so good. entire song sequence where things just keep lighting on fire, <laughs> and the other guys have to be putting it out. Like that's. And that's a great meta that's a joke. That's a classic fair concept. Yeah, that's a yeah, classic yeah. fair concept. And, and maybe, yes, I think they're all cartoony. Like they're it's it's a it's a broad comedy. She's the least broad. She's the one who who I also yeah. agree. She anchors it. Everyone else is more of a cartoon character than her. Aside from her, uh, mm, yes, yeah, speak English to me. Yeah. face. <laughs> um, I think she legitimately has um, uh, agency and and a, and a, a real. Motivation yeah. that I think a lot of the other ones lack. I, yeah. I even think Shah Rukh Khan, who I love when he wears a beard, um, <laughs> I don't even really buy his his revenge because it's right. so cartoony in a way. It's very um, flat. Yeah. Even after you you know the uh, the truth, yeah. which I will not reveal. No, don't. <laughs> don't no spoilers. Um, but. Uh, and that's not to say I didn't like it, but there were honestly times when I'm like, okay, this is like fairly brothers broad, yeah. and I need I need to kind of re- 
Sona Sood literally shoots steam out of his ears when you talk bad about his mom. <laughs> that yeah. fight sequence in the alley. Um, so there's a fight sequence early on in the alley. How did everyone feel about that? It has a bit of a running joke of... Boring, too um, long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With, like, maybe 10% of it. Yeah. Yeah, it has, a, it has a running joke of some guy always, like, stopping Bomanarani from eating a snack. And he's <laughs> pulling out increasingly elaborate snacks from his bag. I forgot about um, his bag that holds everything. Yeah. He's got a yeah. Mary Poppins he's bag. He's got a Mary Poppins bag. Uh, and there's also, like, an uncomfortable Chinese... Stereotype. Ooh, who lives in a garbage can? That was yeah. So it, weird. it goes weird. on yeah. too long. I think, mm-hmm. and to me, I thought maybe they were. And again, it's because I don't know a lot about like action movies in Bollywood. It's yeah. referencing a specific movie. It to me, it felt they like say, they were, this is referencing this oh, movie. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it felt like almost like a a Sammo Hung kind of fight that went on a little too long. Or a Jackie Chan fight that went on a little too long and wasn't I, wasn't quite as well choreographed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, whatever. You also have... Again, I love the little bit of the things lighting on fire when they are... That's great. ...smoldering at each other. Um, I, I really liked... Uh, as much as I... I liked a lot of the supporting characters. Um, uh... Abhishek Bashan was great. Yeah. I really liked in him. In a double role. I in have a, a great quote Which from they his... call out. Yep. Yes. yes. Double role! <laughs> he was so excited about that. <laughs> I have a great quote from his mom, the Who's... famous actress Jaya Bashan, oh, okay. about Abhishek <laughs> uh, Bashan's performance in this film. She called it a nonsensical film and said, <laughs> she only saw it. Okay, sorry. She said... I only watched it because Abhishek is in it. I told him he's a great actor if he can act stupid in front of the camera like that. And I love that quote. Like He's very he, good at being stupid. It's hilarious. Abhishek Bhashman should really focus on comedies. Yeah. Because, like, he... I mean, let's be honest. He's not the reason why we go see the Doom films. No, you're there, you're there for the villain. No. Um, but when he does comedy, he's so good. Like, this is his natural habitat. Yeah. Yeah. And he can really barf on command. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, I have a question for you. If you have seen Happy New Year, I need you to tweet either the show or me or go to the Tumblr or whatever and tell me what are Shah Rukh Khan's two things. Oh, Everybody has yeah. two things except <laughs> Shah Rukh Khan and it was driving me crazy. Um, one, he has a beard. Two... He shaved his beard. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that was a Chekhov's gun type thing, huh? Mm. Everyone else had two things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I came for the heist. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So when there were like problems and when the plan doesn't, mm. the plan goes awry, I'm like, how are they going to fix it? <laughs> I need to know because I love heist movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so the fact that they had a fake <laughs> safe and set, <laughs> I was just like. Yes, yes, go on. <laughs> yeah. It made perfect sense for me. For sure. <laughs> because in a heist movie, you have to show how the heist would be perfectly executed. Exactly. So then when you they show the actual heist mm. and problems arise, you understand what's going wrong. Yeah. Like, that's how a heist movie works. Yeah, and I love that they had to, you know, he has to talk the guys through to say, like, okay, well, there's this hallway. And they're like, well, can you describe this hallway? I can do better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I didn't have a problem with the safe. I had a problem with the hallway. Like... You walk down the hallway, and that's it. Like that's that. No, he has to. He has to talk yes, in English. Oh, right. English, 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 English. English, English, English. Yeah. That's one of my favorite jokes in the whole whole movie. Yeah. Um, I will say though, I think we were all kind of enamored with uh, Indie Wale, which is the dance 
in the kind of like ballroom rotating in Dubai with the rotating yeah. tables. Oh, like, yeah. I don't that know if it's the well best shot. So yeah, well exactly. Shot. I don't know if it's the best choreography so much as it's just, it's so looks so good. Mm-hmm. Like it's just so well shot. Yeah. yeah my favorite dance was lovely. For yeah. Sure. Cause yeah. it honestly, it's the best dancer mm-hmm. showing off how good a dancer she is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I liked India Wale and I liked a bunch of the other ones, mm-hmm. but to me, that's just the best number. Yeah. Best dance number. How do you think this, uh, especially in comparison to our next film, portrays the dance competition aspect? (laughs) Because it seems like maybe this dance competition is not the best run. (laughs) Well, to be fair, there are no evil Germans, so this one has... North Koreans. (laughs) Yeah. Even the North Koreans are softened. I also thought it was... He tried to kill Shao Kahn. (laughs) Yeah, but but then Shao Kahn saved a North Korean child and then was a hero. I was unaware that North Korea was a juggernaut in international dance. (laughs) I'm glad to know this now. That fight between the North Korean and Sharkon is, I think, offensive to the point that they're playing mm. Kung, Kung Fu, Fu fighting, fighting on the soundtrack. Yeah. That I can understand why it's there. That can be excised, and that's one of the things in the second half that can mm. certainly do without. I've find, I always find this movie fascinating for choosing to focus in on North Korea, yeah. <laughs> which I just, I mean, we don't know a lot about North Korea for obvious reasons, but... I was, I'm not sure if they've ever sent a dance troupe to an international <laughs> dance competition because they're like fighting to have food there. Yeah. Um, but I thought it would, but they put all the stereotypes of like K-pop and South Koreans on these North Koreans. Well, it could be like, uh, like the American remake of Red Dawn. Right. Because, uh, like if they want this movie to play well in Korea and they're the villains, mm. well, you just make it the South Koreans villains. Yeah. But, no one likes North But Korea. they also saw like the, but. They start out as evil, and then they're softened because Shao Kahn saves one, and yeah. there's like a strong bond. I mean, you can't stay mad at him long. He's wonderful. <laughs> um, I don't know. He didn't grow his beard back in the second half, so I think Devin can stay I mean, mad I think, I think his beard angry. was there just kind of, you know, spiritually. It's waiting in the wings, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. Just walks off stage. <laughs> the last ten minutes happen months after the last thing that happened. He could have grown his beard back. I don't understand why they didn't. Anyway. The beard was because he was mad. Uh, anyway. Um, oh, it's his anger oh, beard. Yeah. Is that why my beard exists? <laughs> why my beard exists. Oh. You're always angry, yeah. That's my secret. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was going to say, I don't know, because you're saying, like, why Why is it the North Koreans? Do we know? Is there a, uh, an, a, a strained international relations between India and North Korea that we are unaware uh, of? I mean, I think North Korea has strained international yeah. relations. I'm aware, but I mean yeah. in general, like in specific. I, I know, if they really two. wanted to make them evil, they would have been the Pakistanis. Yeah, they would have been the Pakistanis. <laughs> no, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. But uh, I, I think it's probably just because they want to sell the movie in South Korea. Oh, probably. Yeah. yeah. It's just like it, the the Korean team, which is again North Korea, is such a K-pop stereotype. Yeah. <laughs> um, which, as a lover of both Bollywood and K-pop, I did kind of enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> they got like they look like a boy band. They got spikes all over yes. their shirt, and it's just like, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I think overall, we do all enjoy this film, despite you know it's pacing problems. It's flawed, but deeply enjoyable. You could watch it. Yeah, and some of of the things that we do think, oh, that's getting a little homophobic, a little racist. Not Um, entirely, um, you know, not common in Bollywood films of a certain genre, especially comedies. Yeah, I mean, I think... fairly often, actually. I mean, we're all able to enjoy a film or a work of art, um, a comic, a novel, etc., and recognize its problematic aspects. Mm -hmm. But... 
But I don't think we should also ignore that it has those problematic no, aspects. Like, no. I think, you know, that is a problem with that movie. Yeah. Well, no, that's like that's why we're talking about it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if we really were ignoring it, we'd be like, no, it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine, it's fine. It's don't look under the carpet. Making fun of someone that loves you is hilarious. Yeah. Like, no, it's not. It's not okay. Yeah, we're not going to defend it. We're not going to no. justify it. It is... I mean, but again, you see these kind of things in Hollywood. You see, you see this problematic stuff in films from every culture. Mm-hmm. And I think on a whole... Guys, please stop making movies with terrible gay stereotypes that are played for comedy oh, God. and terrible racial stereotypes that are also played for comedy. Just like stop. Farrakhan's it's not a good look. Farrakhan's better than that. Farrakhan is better than yeah, that. Yeah, this does not happen in Om Shanti Om, for instance. No. Or even Tismar Khan, another one that <laughs> we like but a lot of people hate. Yeah. All right. Um, well, I think does anyone have any final thoughts on Happy New Year? Um, I thought the. I'm going to go back to the heist. <laughs> Sorry. It's a good heist. It's a really good heist. Yeah. I honestly thought switching um, the air pipe with the water pipe was really smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. they're like, we'll just float up. And I'm like, this is amazing. Yeah. I, I agree with you. I wasn't I wasn't really aware of it, but the more you're talking about it, I think it's a better heist movie than it is a dance movie. Oh, absolutely. Because like, even they're not like, dancers. Yeah. yeah. Like, until they got to the part with the diamonds where he's like, let me think about this for like 10 minutes. Well, so much have thinking. Oh, yeah. The, the last, the, the the last challenge, yeah. I was like, I was ready to reach through the screen and just shake him. Yeah. And I get it. I get it. This is the part where I was like super involved with it, and mm-hmm. I tried to keep pulling back, and I'm like, no, I'm in. I'm in. Ah, you got me. <laughs> yeah. I just, I couldn't, I couldn't stop caring. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like that was like, there, that is, it's that is movie magic, right? It's, there. It is, well, yeah, it is movie magic, but then you get pulled out, and I think yeah. that was just an example of a few of the pacing problems the movie mm-hmm. had. Like yeah. that segment could have been like, well, what could that mean? What could that mean? Oh, this, as opposed to. Yeah. What could it mean times 50? What do you yeah. think it means? It and then, and then and like close-ups of him pushing every oh. button individually. Like, that this is-, is torturous and not in a good way. Danica, if you like the twists and turns in this, I definitely recommend the race films. Yes. Which, yes. which have more twists and turns than really any movie needs, but... <laughs> I will I, point out we still haven't shown Devin Race Two. I was yeah. going to say I haven't listened to the episode on Race yet because I haven't seen Race Two. Race mm-hmm. is bonkers. Yeah, cool. If you like, if you like heists and people double crossing, triple crossing, quadruple crossing, I think even happens yes. in Race Two. We yeah. put twists in your twist and Topeka Patagonia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, nice. All right. Well, I think that takes us to <laughs> ABCD Two, which is directed by Remo D'Souza. Uh, it is the sequel, obviously, of ABCD, which stands for Anybody Can Dance. So this is Anybody Can Dance too. Part of the um, Anybody Can Dance Cinematic Universe. Yeah. Well, no. No. This is it's like... Not, that's the beautiful thing. It's not. So, okay. It's like a big universe. No. So, ABCD2 features some of the same actors as ABCD, but they're not all necessarily playing, playing the same role. Some of them are, and some of them aren't. <laughs> Uh, is Why do we the same guy in each one? Because yes, probably Dev is the same Sweet. guy, okay. but then like everyone else is playing different. He characters. was the only person in the movie I liked. Um, <laughs> really? Okay, we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, why did we choose ABCD two when we could have watched ABCD? Um, because Ruined yeah, One, and I'm an unabashed fangirl <laughs> for Ruined One. Um, so you know that's your answer. On uh, it's based on the true story of the fictitious dance group. 
Uh, so That's, say that again. <laughs> it's a great sentence. Based on the true story of the fictitious dance group, which is the name of the dance group. I the- get it now. Oh, I did not know that. You were trying to trick us. It stars. <laughs> no, that's the name of the dance group. They're the fictitious dancers. Sorry, I'm sorry. What do you mean? It stars uh, uh director of such films as Wanted, also a choreographer turned director, but not the director of this. Mm-hmm. Um, so choreographer turned director turned actor. But Remo D'Souza is also in the film, and he's the director. Yeah, he's one, he, of, the, he's one of the judges. He's also a choreographer. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, Varun Dewan and uh, Shraddha Kapoor, also the dancers slash choreographers turned actors within the film. Yeah, uh, Panit Pathak, Raghav Jayal, Lauren Gottlieb, who is from The Americans, so you think you can dance. Uh, but season three, a season you guys haven't watched, right? Yeah, she's from season three, but yeah. we have seen her as an all-star yes. in other numbers. Okay. Um, and Darmesh Yalande. Uh, so we haven't actually decided who's going to tell the plot of this film. Should I keep going, or does anyone want to interject? I mean, there's not a lot. <laughs> well, and it yeah. is the story of the fictitious dance group. So uh, Varun Dewan and Shraddha I Kapoor. I never get tired of hearing <laughs> <laughs> The true story of the fictitious dance group. <laughs> Who exists? <laughs> Every time she says that, I keep waiting for their name. Like, the fictitious dance group, who? Like, say a name. The fictitious dance group, Charlie's Maple Angel Corps. No. no. <laughs> okay. So, Ruin Duan and Shadi Kapoor are hip-hop dancers who have a dance tr- troupe known as the fictitious dance group. Sorry. And uh, they get caught in essentially Well, a, they're not known. They're not called it in the movie. They're called the... Uh, oh, right. Mumbai... Mumbai Stunners. Mumbai, Mumbai Stunners. Stunners. Yeah. And then later, the India Stunners. Yes. Um, and they get caught in essentially a uh, stealing scandal, a copying scandal. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been copying the choreography of the Philippine All-Stars, which is a real dance troupe um, that appears in the film and is a real dance troupe that was involved in the real story of the fictitious dance group. Did the fictitious um, dance group rip them off? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. This actually happened. And then they agreed the to thing. like be in the movie about the real thing that happened, which I'm sure is also highly fictionalized. The you know, the International Brotherhood of Dancing. Yeah. So they get caught in this um copying scandal and are kind of um They're on like a so you think you could dance India T V show at the time. Yeah, something similar like that. Or yeah. America's best India's best dance crew yeah. or whatever yeah. it was called. But they're getting famous because of the show. Yeah. Um so they get discredited uh, and then to rebuild their credibility, they team up with Prabhu Deva, who is a famous choreographer and is, from what I understand, playing the same character as ABCD. Uh, convince him to come on board. They rebuild their dance troupe. Uh, and then they compete to uh, go to a competition, uh, an international hip-hop competition in Las Vegas. They succeed, go to Las Vegas, and then reveals and complications. Yeah. Twists. Twists. Like one twist, <laughs> two twists. There's, two? A, there's a couple twists. Well, I guess I guess uh, and a love triangle. I guess what's her name breaking or spraining her ankle and bringing Lauren in isn't. Well, it's kind of a twist. I don't think anyone cares about spoilers on this. One. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this, yeah, is I think in in some ways a very different film from Happy New Year because it's, it's very. Much worse. <laughs> well, <laughs> You're right. Yeah, I I would also agree with Matt. Yeah. Honestly, the reviews for this film were much better than the reviews for Happy New Year. Yeah. I have a question about the plot, if you'll indulge me. Okay. Okay, so they get in trouble for ripping off this Filipino dance group. Mm-hmm. 
Why did they do that? Because this is never addressed. They no, say, it isn't. They say, we did this. You know, we're in trouble. We'll get a new dance crew together. We'll have a redemption story. But that, they're really good. Why did they do that? Was you, there any reason? There was no reason. And it, he never even copped to it, though. He just kept saying he didn't. He didn't. And, and then... But and, it was obvious. Yeah. My my biggest... Well, my I have two... No. I have one have biggest problem. I have two things. Uh... <laughs> My biggest problem with this movie is that your heroes are established in the first five minutes as being lying cheaters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a never terrible resolved, way it's to start a movie. Yeah. It, and it's never resolved. Like, this movie could, in fact, have been a little longer if you had added maybe ten minutes at the beginning of explaining the motivation of why they did it. It felt pretty fucking long. I it, well, <laughs> I think... Uh, there are other things that you can take out, but you add a little bit at the beginning explaining why they made this terrible decision. The dog ate our homework. It's just such a it's just such a terrible way to establish your yeah. heroes. And I guess Varun yeah. Dewan, very weird. Varun Dewan is, is a is a good guy, so we're supposed to buy into it. But I'm again I'm not a huge Varun Dewan fanboy. Yeah. So yeah. you have Varun Dewan being kind of a jag. And then we're supposed to be like, oh, I care if they redeem themselves. I don't. Ever. Mm-hmm. Ever. I think it would have been better had they remade Bring It On in a hip-hop dance, inter- in an international hip-hop dance competition <laughs> scenario. Because Bring It On is a very similar plot of mm-hmm. discovering that they're stealing the cheerleading routines of another school. Um, and it very much becomes like kind of a race thing in Bring It On. Mm-hmm. Um, but Kirsten Dunst, the hero of Bring It On. The lead of Bring It On. Well, I mean, maybe Gabrielle Union's the hero. I have a lot of feelings about Bring It On. Uh, this is Bring It On is for lovers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the spinoff. Yeah. Roger Ebert once called it the Citizen Kane of cheerleading, cheerleading movies. Yeah. Yes. Anyways, um, but because she's not, she doesn't know that this is going on and she's not the head of the cheerleading squad and she becomes the head of the cheerleading squad. Plausible deniability. Yeah, she immediately yeah. changes that. So I think, I mean, again, because it's based on a true story, but I mean, they must, it must be fictionalized from the true story. I think, yeah, they should have done something about how that plot works out mm-hmm. one or two literally, lines of dialogue literally just give them a reason like yeah uh, like uh, my mom is sick or something i don't know i mean there was literally no reason they started the competition mm-hmm. and then two minutes in one of the judges is like you're cheating i have literal video evidence mm-hmm. and they're like oh no and then the rest of the movie i'm just like i don't feel bad for anything that happens to you yeah no i i did not care it's extremely weird and it's fascinating to me that the real filipino all-stars would like agree to be in this which essentially just says it's like, yeah, you can copy from us, and it's cool. We'll let you then win. Even if they had a villainous choreographer, yeah, there you go. Yeah, well, yeah, like Big Red in Bring It On. Well, and yeah. and the Filipinos just like Big Red. Yeah, <laughs> just like Big. You're right. Yeah, I've seen this movie. Yeah. Um, I you think- know you have. It's great. No, I actually haven't seen it. Oh my god, movie night coming up. Okay. Um, I think part of the reason they were probably asked to be in it. Probably there's a little water under the bridge, and also yeah. they get to be in a yeah. big movie. Yeah, and this, famous. that's huge uh, exposure for them. Yeah. yeah, and this is the step it up of Bollywood. So the focus on these films is very much on the dancing, and it's very much hip hop. For dancing. sure, not on the plot. No. Yeah, it's the plot. Oh, like there are many moments in this movie where I just 
I check out and I go get to the next get yeah. to the next mm-hmm. dance room. And and this brings up my second problem, and I think it's a problem that I I feel like it's a problem everyone here has. Once they get to the, and we're skipping over a lot, and I'd like to go back to some of the stuff that I'm skipping over, but once they get to Vegas, you don't actually really see a whole routine of anybody. You see more in Happy New Year. Yeah, and and it's just like, okay, here's a couple of stunts, here's a couple of tricks. You never see an actual routine. Yeah. And I found that extremely frustrating. Even in the Step Up movies, you see full routines. Yeah. They're, 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 you know, choreographed for the camera. They're not full takes, but they're full routines, and you never get that in ABCD2. Which I think is strange for a film culture that embraces dancing. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, I mean, like, there were there were, uh, teams from all over the world, mm-hmm. and I found myself rooting for the other, some other countries, <laughs> but then they were only there for 10 seconds, and I was like, continuously, yeah. I was like, bring back Belgium! Where's Belgium? Why? Like, I was just so desperate to see more of whatever mm-hmm. they were doing, because I had no idea, and also, um, to put it blunt, none of the other teams were uh, stereotypes enough for me to identify which team was which. Yeah. yeah. So, like... Yeah. I think we figured out Belgium because they're like near Belgium flag, but honestly, I have no idea. Yeah. Well, and I know we're supposed to hate the German team because they're portrayed as assholes, but I liked their dance better. Yeah, they, they had were an good amazing, dancers. They had great dance. Amazing dance. Yeah. yeah. About the dancing. Mm-hmm. All they did was the robot a bunch of times, like, <laughs> and that's the problem because they're not showing German. a whole routine. They're showing right. snippets and tricks. No, so, mm-hmm. but like even even our heroes, it is that sort of you know, um, what did you call it again? Animation. Animation. That's like the only dance that all the teams did, really. Yeah. And flipping each other in the air and stuff. There wasn't a variety. I guess it is the hip-hop style. But I got bored of the dancing. Yeah. And it's a movie about the dancing. Mm-hmm. The best, the best to me, the best numbers were the auditions mm-hmm. of uh, the two new the two new dancers. Mm-hmm. The guy who can't hear. And the, yeah, buddy. the deaf guy and yeah. the guy who was before him. So those were Punit Pathak and Dharmesh Yolande. Yeah, those two were great. Uh, I liked, uh, I think, my favorite number... And they're from the previous film, too, but playing different characters. characters. (laughs) My favorite number was either Happy Hour... Yeah, that was the best number of the whole movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? That was amazing. The drunk dancing was really, really good. I I could watch that for, like, 40 minutes. And that's... That's Prabhu Deva. Yeah. yeah. He was phenomenal. And I'm like, you're like, can we just watch his movie? I just yeah. want to watch him. Yeah. Um, and I also liked Lauren, the introduction of Lauren's uh, character in the yeah. Neon Graveyard. In, in the Neon yeah. Graveyard. Yeah. Those, because they were actual numbers and mm-hmm. they highlighted people's ability to dance. And they're in the classic Bollywood style of, you know, I'm having an emotion. I'm having something happen to me. Uh, I'll and a- dance about it as opposed to the somewhat staid and boring dancing competition. Mm-hmm. And there's a French duo in that as well who are very, very good. Yeah, they're great. Yeah. Yeah. So all of us liked the parts around the movie apart from the plot. <laughs> yeah. And like the main yeah. thrust of the film. Yeah. We liked everything else. Yeah, and this, sort of. this story of this like, you know, I did some background reading around this and it's just like this story was so interesting and so moving that it had to be in the ABCD universe. And I'm just like, actually, yeah, these guys kind of come off as assholes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who yeah. don't deserve redemption at all. So, are yeah. you actually really happy that your dance troupe was presented this way? But also, from what I was reading, this actually happened of them yeah. uh, being caught copying. Yeah, it's so weird. Um, stealing choreography. Yes, stealing. Plagiarizing. Plagiarizing. Jacking yeah. one's style. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what did everyone think? 
think of Shraddha Kapoor because I will. I don't think we've ever talked about Shraddha Kapoor on the show yet. There is a reason why. Uh, I think she's super boring. She's even more boring than Pandita Chopra, and that's saying something. Alan is going to come after you. Hey, Alan. Um, I will say, you know, as as I as I I feel like I need a disclaimer whenever I um, say I dislike an actor in this film. That's you found her boring. Yeah, and I generally find it boring in most films. She might be perfectly... No, that, she was, might, that was your oath. <laughs> I hate it when people say they hate so-and-so, and it's just like, you don't actually know so-and-so. Yeah. Um, especially actors and actresses. They, She might be a perfectly nice human being. I don't know. But as an actress, I think she's boring. Do you, you remember anything about her? She was the girl. Yes. The the thing that I remember... She hurt her foot. Yeah, she was the girl who hurt her foot. Mm-hmm. Um... Uh, she had a terrible relationship with Varun Dewan that I didn't understand. Well, she was waiting for him yes. because eventually, if you wait long enough, the Ugh. boy will notice you. Ugh. Being the so only gross. woman that he has ever met. Being the only woman in the dance troupe until yep. Lauren comes along. Can I just say, Lauren made that movie better. Yeah, she's yes. great. She was really good. Yeah. If it was um, the Private David and Lauren show, yeah. much better movie. Oh, man. <laughs> Um, yeah, the, all I remember is she was kind of milk toasty. She's a decent dancer, but yeah. and yeah. but when she, when they had the the romantic number in oh, her yeah. that dress that. was solid. Mm-hmm. I, I at the Grand Canyon, right? I yeah. live yeah. for these like yeah these these like clearly non diegetic <laughs> uh, numbers of you know lovers in. Amazing locales, and uh, this film has one that does not disappoint. No, I um, mean it's great because it like illustrates the love triangle. Yes, um, and yeah, I've I've seen uh, Lauren got to leave uh, in other Bollywood films. She's also in ABCD, playing a completely different character. Hmm. <laughs> um, and she's also in uh, in a Punjabi film. Uh, the title's eluding me, and she's she's good. I, there's a lot of criticism um, of outsiders from India coming into the Indian film ministry and kind of, you know, carving out a space for them. But I think, like, she's risen to the challenge, and I would like to see her in more stuff. Have you seen Shraddha Kapoor in more movies? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ashiki 2, Baggy, Rock On 2. I've seen her in a bunch of films. Huh. Uh Villain. Okay. Yeah, and I just, I find her dull in most of them but she's apparently like box office dynamite because mm. a lot of her movies um and she's kind of b-list like she does um cheap movies that end up kind of like making money so it's almost like equivalent of like the bloom house of actresses <laughs> wow that's pretty harsh but yeah what just saying i again i'm not a huge fan but they keep trying to make her happen Hmm. And her movies like bring in the money, but I don't think they're bringing in box office because of her. Yeah, she just happens to be in them. Yeah, like okay. I don't, I don't think anyone went to go see Boggy because she was in it. I think everyone went to go see Boggy because Tiger Shroff is like a martial arts yeah. genius. Uh, I think the most unbelievable part of ABCD two was the fact that. Uh, an international dance competition was a major focus of 24-hour news <laughs> networks. Yeah. Yes. Like, reporting on all over the world. This Las Vegas dance competition was on CNN. Yeah. I'm like, that's not, no. <laughs> I mean, I understand that you need to somehow move forward the plot, but, like, this is ridiculous. You're being ridiculous. It was on <laughs> DNN, the dance news <laughs> network. <laughs> like, come on. Still. Oh. Oh. 
Yeah. I needed to get that joke. Yeah. Out, I think sorry. I think this is a movie. Oh, lastly, sorry. What did everyone think of uh Varun Dawan's like moody I failed my mother? Like almost contemporary <laughs> dance oh, moment. God. In the Spark Factory. Yeah. yeah. Oh, in the well, Spark Everyone factory. knows in a dance movie, if you're angry, you find the nearest factory and you destroy it further mm-hmm. yes. with your rage and mm-hmm. abs. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So rip off your shirt. It's fine, it's fine. That's yeah. how that's how you process anger. It is weird to me that all the good dance scenes that we can remember are not the ones that are the main focus of the film. <laughs> no. No. Those are actually pretty solid, a lot of them. I had, I had, A, forgotten about that scene. <laughs> I had put on feathers everywhere. Entirely. Very dangerous. Oh, yeah, the feathers. Yeah. Oh, my oh, God. My. Why? Because the dangerous. 3D technology. This movie was in 3D. Yeah. The 3D technology. Yeah. But you're, like, in a factory, and you're just like, I'm going to have a pillow fight with myself. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Exactly <laughs> Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> I, I really hope... Devin, that with Badranath Kedalhania, that you start to see what I love about Vrindavan. But obviously, Badranath Kedalhania is no yet. Um, so I we'll have, see. I have seen four movies with Vrindavan in them. And you're like, why do you love him? And Jared? I don't get it at you all. I haven't seen I, uh, Okay, so I have to show him Kedalhania, which is like an honestly good one. Yeah, and I didn't like him in that either. Oh, that's weird. No. For the record, you liked Ali Abad. Yeah, for sure. I like that movie. I like Ali. Was it because Humpty Sharma's kind of an asshole, though? Is it? Yeah, like, it is a hundred percent. You just, you just don't like asshole. You don't. You would like to see him in a role where he's a better person. I would like to see him in a role where he gets what he deserves because he never does because he's an asshole in Humpty Sharma Kilania and he gets the girl. He's an asshole in this movie he and he wins an, an international di- he's he's an asshole pretty continuously. Mm-hmm. Um, he's an asshole in this movie and he wins an international dance competition. I mean, he is how I did. Well, yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> I've seen him in um, Dishoom, which I was like you he's are the, he's the nerdy good cop in that one though. Right. Again, I did not really like Dishoom. He got what he deserved because he had to marry Paraniti Chopra. <laughs> okay, first of all, I feel that's a little harsh. Second of all, he didn't deserve anything. He deserved maybe to be a, yeah. a, a cop. I think that's basically what he deserved in that movie. And in Dil- Diwali? Yeah. yeah Diwali. He was there. Yeah. yeah. So, Matt, there's hope that he might enjoy Student of the Year, but we should never show him Bob Lepore. <laughs> No, yeah, because Bottlepore is the other one with an angry at myself dance, and that one he plans to murder a guy for about twenty years and murder yeah. a bunch of innocent people while doing so. Yeah. Also, it's a great no movie, but ever... you're not going to like it at all. No, no, no. I like I like movies that he's in. Yeah. I just don't like him in them. Mm. Yeah. And and I feel it's okay. I, we can still be friends. I well, uh, thank you. I appreciate it. I <laughs> I, 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 I will when we're done. Okay. Um, <laughs> And I really do, and, I, and this isn't the Humpty Sharma Ki Dilhania show, no. but I like him a lot in that mm-hmm. compared to everything else. Yeah. And he starts off kind of a jerk like he starts off in here. And it may, it, it takes me effort to mm. to get behind him. Right. He is he is a loser slacker, um who 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 cries at romantic movies. Okay, cool. I guess that means he's got a heart in there somewhere. So, moving on. Yeah. <laughs> um, especially tabling this conversation until post-Badrinath Kidalhani, which may be the movie that turns uh, Devon on to Varun Who knows? No one's seen it yet. 
I've heard one of the songs. It's great. Uh, does anyone have anything else to add about ABCD2? <laughs> I don't know how many more thoughts I could possibly have about it. Oh, I do have one more thought about okay. ABCD2. The twist mm-hmm. in Vegas. Mm-hmm. With what the fuck? With, <laughs> with the kid. The, the, like, I engineered this whole situation <laughs> so I would take this team to Vegas so I would meet the son that I never had and inappropriately touch his hair repeatedly. Yeah. Like, that is so bad. He's it so is bad. awful. He even has, like, a crazy murder wall with a... This super crazy murder wall. With a map and then... Is he going to murder a 12-year-old? Like, what's going on? Yeah. I also love how his son has, like, been following the dance competition right, yeah. on TV. Because the son very clearly watches 24-hour news networks. Yeah, it's it's... Yeah, it doesn't work. So I think overall, if I can summarize our feelings about this film, um, watch the dancing online. Some of the dancing. Skip the movie. Yeah. Because, like, just the step in between the dancing is not really worth it. And definitely watch Prabhu Deva uh, doing his his drunk dance. Actually, you could probably get away with just watching that. Yeah, repeatedly. Yeah. It's good. It's really good. I have the song stuck in my head since I brought it up. I'm just like... Nah, 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 nah. I remember, like, just bobbing my head because I was just like, wow. this Like, just even more than the dancing, like, the song was amazing. Yeah, it's a good mm-hmm. song. It's so catchy. Well, that brings us to the end of this episode. We will be back in two weeks, and we have a number of irons in the fire currently, Matt, and we're not entirely sure which one we're going to pull out for our episode in two weeks. Probably going to be about Bollywood movies, though. I'm Probably. Guessing. I mean, it's a pretty good guess. Yeah. Um, in the meantime, Matt, how can people keep up with the show? Well, you can find us on Tumblr at bollywoodisforlovers.tumblr.com. Mm-hmm. I was going to say the Twitter, which is... At Bollywood Pod. You can find me at Matt underscore B O W E S. You can find me at Erin E. Fraser, E R N E F R A S E R. The show you are currently listening to is available on iTunes, Stitcher, Audio Boom, Google Play, and I think that's all right now. Selected episodes on Eros now. And yeah, some of them are on Eros now. The newer ones are there. Uh, while you're over at iTunes, uh, subscribing to this show because you love it. Um, Thank you very much. Feel free to leave us a review and a star rating. It really helps more people find the show, and we love hearing what you have to say. We will read all of our reviews out on air. Aaron has another podcast you should frequent. Yes. Uh, please also subscribe to my weekly podcast with Paul Matwachuk called Trash Art in the Movies. We have an upcoming episode on Steven Soderbergh. Mm-hmm. And Danica... And Devin, thank you for coming on this episode. Danica, how can people keep up with you? Oh, well, uh, my main uh, majority of the time, I guess, uh, you can find me at variantedmonton.com. So that's everything store-related. Um, also, uh, all of our social media for the store is at Variant Edmonton. We have Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, my personal Twitter is Danica here, D-A-N-I-C-A-H-E-R-E. And Great Devin? cat pictures, by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Not going to lie. I, I follow all Danica and all Variant Edition for the cat pictures. <laughs> oh, yes. Actually, I should add, uh, we did make up uh, uh, at VE interns yes. for our um, our cat interns. Uh, yeah. So we post pictures and funny, funny fake quotes that the cats might say while working. Devin, how can one find you? Uh, I am on Twitter at Dr. Underscore Teeth. Just like The Muppet. Uh, I have a very infrequently published podcast called Scotch and Comics. 
the next episode that I am currently hammering out is a incredibly long debate with friend of Bollywood is for lovers, Juliet Franklin. Mm. Uh, so when that comes also out... Also Verinda Juan lover, Juliet Franklin. Yes. <laughs> yes. She has her good qualities, too. <laughs> oh, um, wow. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> uh, that's... Basically, it. Oh, um, I guess if you wanted, you could look up Apocalypse Cow with a K mm-hmm. on uh, YouTube. I sing in that group. Do Any chance you guys it? will ever do a Bollywood number? Mm. Um, well, uh, we would have to arrange it, and yeah. I'm not good at that. Okay. And learn Hindi. Uh, I can do that phonetically. Yeah. I am a speech pathologist. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so those are places you can find me, I guess. Mm. We'll be back in two weeks. Yeah, thanks for listening. Bye.